you probably shouldn't watch Family Guy 1,000 times. I love doing that, honestly. <laughs> me too, yeah. Yeah! Dang it, you got me. <laughs> or Frasier. It is season six. I'm going to let Steven guess. Episode? Hmm? It is season six episode. What name did you use? Oh, no. Oh! Because I'm not Steven. I'm SpongeBob. And I invited all my friends to come here on the podcast. Cast. You're you're definitely coming in hot. Not anymore. I lean back slightly because no. I'm SpongeBob. <laughs> are you really? Ring, or are ring, you... ring. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Who's on the other end? Oh, it's Squidward. I'm not on this podcast because I want to be here. It's because SpongeBob made me be here. And so's Patrick. Hi. I'm you too. Oh, that definitely was pitching. Let's try this again. Oh. Hi. I'm, I'm here too. I had to take Wait my headphones off. Now I'm getting a phone call. Ring, 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 ring. It's me, Mr. Krabby from the from the Krusty Krab. And, uh, Mr. Krabby. I'm Mr. Krabs. SpongeBob this time. You really are fired. Oh no, I'm really fired. That's terrible. Oh. All right, and then do the SpongeBob laugh. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then do Sandy Cheeks. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's a real character. No, it is. This podcast has really gone to She's the a dogs. female. No, this is me, Squidward. Oh, okay. SpongeBob SquarePants! SpongeBob SquarePants! SpongeBob SquarePants! SpongeBob SquarePants! Uh, you, you, guys, you guys want me to do that over again and get a cleaner take? No. <laughs> So I should I should explain what just happened. S- Steven had a dream. Actually, maybe you should describe the dream, Steven, because I can't um, remember exactly what it was. Oh, it's I kind of barely remember it myself. I think the gist of it is I was trying to do all my SpongeBob impressions, but they were all turning out terribly, and I started panicking in the dream because I couldn't get any of them right. Yes. Um. Then I believe Cameron used uh, asked me to prove that I could do flawless SpongeBob impersonations, and I'm. Pretty sure I just did. Yeah, um, I would say you didn't, but that's okay. Uh, hmm. You never that's watched weird. SpongeBob before, so that's interesting. I I have watched it because one of our clients um often played SpongeBob or Nickelodeon when we visited their dogs, and so I got to watch lots of free SpongeBob, and oh, I think well, I was pretty much perfect. Uh, uh, All right, what was the best impression that Stephen did? Uh, probably Mr. Krabs because he's really easy. What was the worst? Other than the, the laugh. one he didn't know. Oh. <laughs> the SpongeBob laugh was bad. Because <laughs> Tom Kenny, the person who does SpongeBob's voice, actually vibrates his vocal cords and does a laugh. So he, he goes, ha, ah, ah, ha, like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, that's pretty good. Because nobody can actually do that without doing it, without shaking their vocal cords. Interesting. So, Cameron, can you do better impressions of each of the SpongeBob characters? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> probably not. No. Okay. okay. Well, so, well so, I appreciate the honesty. What it proves is that having watched thousands of hours of SpongeBob does not, in fact, help your improv skills. So, <laughs> right. I certainly couldn't. So, Stephen, I'm gonna. So say I'm that reigning you champion. Are the, you are the reigning champion of SpongeBob impressions. So, thank you. Good job. <laughs> I, um, man, I don't know where I was gonna go with the intro, but you definitely went there. 
Um, oh, I know where I was going to go. I was going to do a fun game where we can read off the episode title of the episode we made one year ago today and see how much our lives have changed. That sounds fun. I, I want to see if we can guess who was on the podcast by the title of the, of the episode. Oh, that's going to be really hard. Here we go. Season 5, episode 12. Brian and Cameron talk about video oh, games shoot. mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything about that particular How episode. far we've come. You're still hot, Stephen. It's like your your voice is still peaking a lot. Wait, it's not showing as peaking on the waveform. Oh, then it's fine. Weird. Probably just another weird thing that Windows does. I mean, I could bring Patrick back in, but no, I think we're okay. That. How about don't do that, though? Um, what? Okay, Brian, what what did we talk about in that episode? Well, unfortunately, the oh the, yeah, yep, no. Uh-huh. The description is we're trying a new descriptive episode title idea, which means we don't need these star descriptions anymore, right? Uh, that's definitely <laughs> a you thing. It edited by Brian. Yep, yep, yep definitely mm. me. Brian and Cameron talk about video games mostly, so I'm gonna assume it was like Heroes of the Storm. Um, let's see, what would we have been playing? A year uh, oh, ago? Death Stranding probably was what I was oh i bet then. i bet you yep 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 did that come out last year was i thought it came out in november year? it was last it was last year yeah was it not two years ago no okay. it was definitely not two track. years ago yeah okay I, I know I, this year has felt like three years collectively yeah but mm-hmm. it was yeah. definitely not two years you're ago. right <laughs> i remember listening about it on a podcast while i was on a plane and i was traveling in early november so i'm gonna go you know i could look it up but this is a way more fun way to triangulate dates and uh and yeah, so um, Stephen, me and Brian had a realization that um, we could tell who was on the episode for, for a lot of episodes. We could tell who was on an episode by the title of the episode. Yeah, um, we could do that. Hmm. that he, game for he, a bit. he found a particularly egregious one where that was obvious because of the title. Um, but yeah. like, for example, one we had recently, Pokemon, but you can only hear them. Bum 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 is very clearly an episode that Steven is on the podcast. Yeah, that's got yeah. my stink all over it. And then Hope for Humanity and Protoss is very clearly a, a me and Brian episode. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, what so... a cluster cuss. Ben was definitely on that one. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No one else would say cluster cuss except Ben. Hypno birthing with the guys. I doubt Steven was on that one. I bet you it was I bet me, Ben, was on that one. Zach, and Brian, was my guess. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Really Dan, Zachary, Cameron, and Brian come together filled with Christmas. Yeah, oh, I got it. Beans. Good job, Cameron. <laughs> Thank you. I did not even look at that. I honestly just looked at the title. That is very impressive. Uh, and that was, yeah, that was about three years ago. To oh, this, man. Uh, We've been doing this, this too long. We have, I mean, this isn't even counting Disembodied Voices, which we've been, it's almost been 10 years since we uh, started podcasting I would say together. it's pretty yeah. darn close. Yeah, because we started yeah. Disembodied Voices early, just... early 2011. I was just listening to a podcast today where the hosts were saying, wow, we've been doing this for five years. That's an incredibly long time to be doing a podcast. And uh, I think we've doubled it. And that's small potatoes compared small to us. Small potatoes. Okay, I found an episode Little that is literally, literally to the day three years ago. And the title is Stephen Wants AirPods. So, <laughs> oh, Stephen, so I think that was us three. I think that was us three. Yep, and it was Stephen, Cameron, and a sleep-deprived Brian. Wait, how um, many years ago? Three. Three, oh. Well, you know what's interesting is at the local Best Buy, there is currently a pair of AirPods with my name attached to it that I need to go pick up. Oh, what did happened? you finally buy new ones? Yeah, mine aren't even lasting like 45 minutes at this point. Yeah. Um, oh. My, my, when I'm listening to music with mine, I can get about an hour or so, but if I ever want to use voice, it's like 
five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, phone calls are just are out, out of the question. Now, here's what I'm trying though. Um, I I uh, have been using Black Friday, which we recently passed by, to uh, take advantage of some headphone deals, and I'd like to switch from AirPods um, because. What for? Uh, well, first of all, I don't really own any other Apple devices except my my MacBook, I guess. But I don't use that very much anymore. Um, and uh, just the AirPods. You don't use your MacBook very much anymore. I not as much. Probably because I'm I'm home all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm want sorry, my old MacBook Air? That I mean, that's not out of the question. But we can talk about that later. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. you. We need I, a trade. We I never leave trade. the house anymore. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's fair. Yeah. I can't really bring it anywhere. Uh, anyway, all that to say is uh, I don't have an Apple phone, and the AirPods don't work as well on my Android. Like the nice functionality is incredibly spotty. Um, mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll tap just to pause and play. Sometimes it just, it just decides not to, I get into some vehement arguments with my headphones. So <laughs> yeah. I thought, let me do some research. But the thing is 99.9% of modern yeah. wireless yeah. headphones, yeah. um, have the, um, what, what is that called? Like the soft tip that like fits inside your ear canal. Um, yes. I dude, you're speaking my literal exact language. I hate headphones that completely seal your in, your ear canal. I hate them. Yeah, and like the first thing any pair of headphones will feature um, is, hey, it has noise canceling. And I'm like, yep. I don't want noise canceling. I just want to wear them loosely as I walk around doing things and mm-hmm. be able to hear other people while I'm doing those things. Um, there is yeah. There is very, very, very few wireless, truly wireless earbuds that match the quality of AirPods, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And even if they do, they're usually more expensive, weirdly. Like, Apple has typically got the market on expensive things. But mm-hmm. I guess they figured out a, a special sauce or something with their headphones. And even, even – I, I watch a couple of um, computer nerd YouTubers, and even the diehard, like, Apple dislikers are like, yeah, the AirPods are the best wireless ear, air, um, wireless mm-hmm. earbud you can That's buy. That's interesting. I yeah. kind of got the impression that it was starting to change. Um, I mean, it's it's getting there, but it's it's not yet. The AirPod Pros are amazing. Because well, those have the uh, ceiling tips, right? They do, they do. Unfortunately, yeah. Right. Um, but I figure that I'm gonna have to move on with my life at some point. I'm not gonna be able to like. I, I'm so absurd about this right now for my computer at this moment. I'm using like uh, wired Apple earbuds. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've been buying in weird aftermarket places because I just am so used to them. But I realize mm-hmm. I'm going to have to move on. So I'm trying the strategy. I have some old-fashioned Apple, original Apple AirPods, um, which I got on sale for Black Friday. But I also found some very nicely reviewed um, JLab headphones okay. um, for like 50 bucks. And uh... apparently they come with like five or six different um, like tips. Yeah. So I can switch switch them out. My plan is to try those and just give it a fair shot to see if I can like the soft tip style. How much did they cost them. before they were on sale? Like somewhere between 100 and 150. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to cheap out on wireless earbuds. Um, I mean, the review that I found <laughs> said that you would barely be able to tell the difference between this and something like AirPods. They're surprisingly high quality for their price so i don't um, trust amazon reviews anymore man 
It was like one of those tech websites that do tech um, things. So uh, fair enough. We'll see. Well, I, I mean, I hope it works out. It's not like I want everybody. I have to a return policy, you know, to lean on if I want to. So sure, sure. We'll see where it goes. But I, I just bought both of them, and whichever one is the victor will stay inside of my ears. Gotcha. I feel like I'm, I'm outside of this conversation because I am currently using a seventeen dollar pair of wireless headphones. And wireless headphones. Six oh, months. oh, yeah. the the little knockoff. Yeah, guys. the crazy knockoff Chinese airpods they fine Ew. they're fine they work they're yeah. not fine you're yeah, you have Stockholm work. syndrome they're not good they stay it i mean i know they're not good but <laughs> they work for what i use them i mostly listen to podcasts when i'm i don't listen to music a lot when i'm like not in the car or at my computer and they work fine for podcasts so oh uh, so yeah. yes i guess that makes sense I, I i when i'm using my airpods it's usually mm-hmm. music um yeah, yeah. It's they would weird because be, I listen to podcasts yeah. only in the car, and then I listen to mm. music basically only I'm when I'm the doing opposite. chores. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> yeah, the opposite. Too. I listen to music when I'm doing chores and stuff, and po- or sorry, music in the car, and then podcasts when I'm doing chores and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. But totally, no. I would not recommend them at all if you want like high quality audio. They're junk or but, audio. Uh, but no actually the crazy thing is they're more consistent than airpods for connecting and disconnecting from Mm. my android device so they're actually better for an android device than airpods from the technical perspective i mean at this point though yeah i'm just so excited about the idea of not having to return them to their little mothership every half hour right right Uh, yeah the battery life is also weirdly good my airpods got real bad on battery life by the end oh yep. gosh well the battery in yeah. that other thing is so tiny and it gets recharged yeah. so often that it, it just makes sense yeah. that it would die really quickly yeah. totally um, i need to get a new pair probably of mine but everything's I, I, disposable these days yeah well i mean it comes brum, down brum, to brum. oh this is gonna this is gonna be an amazing segue it comes down to the the the, the batteries i don't think that I don't think that the AirPods <laughs> are meant to die. It's just the mm-hmm. fact that lithium-ion batteries totally. are super. We're at the super limit of our technology. It's and yeah, and couldn't that's, they have like designed it so you can pop these things open and just replace the battery? They would have to be way bigger, man. Yeah, because the, the, the reason that so tiny. the reason that stuff is so small is that it's it's built in a way that is okay. The second you ha- the second you have a phone or a, a pair of AirPods or whatever that are able to be opened by the regular user it takes up a lot of design yeah space. i see what and, you're saying and phones latches are so small and, yeah. yeah like latches take up more space than glue for example um mm-hmm. and so the second you make a phone that is able to be taken apart or airpods are taken apart uh they have to be way bigger um yeah i mean and, they wouldn't look like this beautiful alien art piece if yeah if you had to but we lost our segue attachment. here cameron speaking about electricity and batteries yes so i have a fun story for you guys um yeah so you guys know me pretty well um mm-hmm. and if you know me pretty well you know my dad pretty well too because me and him are very similar in a lot of ways <laughs> and yes. my dad a couple of weeks ago started to send me pictures and articles about some electric cars and i was like Okay, he's gonna buy an electric car. Um, yeah, <laughs> and um, uh-huh. and I was like, "Cool, what do you what do you want an electric car for?" And he's like, "Well, my truck, my truck. He's got a really big truck, and the truck is too big to drive to work every day." And I was like, "That makes sense." And he's like, "I was like, why don't you drive? You have a Porsche, Dad. Drive the Porsche to work." And he's like, "Oh, I don't want to. It's a soft top, and it needs to be. It can't be rained on." And I'm like, "Dad, it's a car." And he's like, "No, I know. I need a, I need a, a little car, a commuter car to go to work." And I'm like, uh-huh. "Okay, whatever." Um. And so he starts looking for a smart car like I have, electric smart car. Um, yeah. 
and he can't find one uh, that's a good price. And so finally he texts me and he goes, I got a deal. And I was like, what, cool, what is it? And he's like, I found a dealership who will trade a two of my motorcycles straight across for a Fiat 500 e, uh, electric car. Wow. And I was like, how did you, how did you possibly find, a, find that? Like, <laughs> you didn't put an ad on Craigslist saying two dirt bikes looking to trade for an electric car. He just is so good at finding people and being like, hey, would you be interested in two motorcycles? And the person was like, yeah, totally, obviously. He probably went, he probably went on this long, elaborate, like, Link's Awakening quest, trading bananas for dog food until he finally got to <laughs> he does car that. for two motorcycles. He's so good at Craigslist. It's kind of ridiculous. So, so he's like, hey, can you come with me? The, the, the dealership was about 100 miles away, and that's important. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, listen, if you come with me, I'll buy you lunch and you can drive the fun little electric car home. And I was like, that sounds like fun. So last or yesterday morning we left, um, we drove down there with two motorcycles. The, the dealer loved the motorcycles. So he was just like, here, yeah, here's the keys to the really expensive electric car for some reason. Thank you for the motorcycles. And I was just like, okay, this is such a weird trade. Out of curiosity, like how much does this car normally cost? I, the, the, the value of the motorcycles blue book were, was about three thousand five hundred and the car itself was six thousand. Oh wow okay um, hmm. yeah so but i think the problem is the car doesn't they don't sell very well um yeah because they're overpriced and so the guy was just like i i assume the dealer was just like i just want this car off my lot um <laughs> and what's the name of it again it's a fiat it a fiat 500e um and so we're right. like we get there and we jump in the car and the car says um 98% battery, 100, 100 miles to go. And I was like, cool, that'll be fun. And so he's like, all right, well, just give me a call and we'll stop if we need to for whatever reason. And yep. uh, we get about, we start to leave the town. We, we, drive, you know, we drive through downtown and we get out of town and, and the dial already says 76 miles remaining. And I'm like, oh no. And I call him and I was like, hey, we lost 20% battery leaving town. Um, it's going to go faster when we start getting on the freeway. And he's like, okay, well, uh, we'll just keep keep an eye out, and we'll 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 find it. We'll, we'll, uh -oh. we'll pull over this if we not need to. Going need to. Well. <laughs> um, we get about thirty miles down the road, and the car now says twenty percent battery. Um, and uh, I'm like, we have to we have to stop. We have to pull over. And he's like, okay. So we pulled over at this little town, and we we were looking for a. We knew it had an electric charger somewhere. Um, and the whole time we're just laughing because like we went like forty miles uh, total, and it said you know a hundred mile range. And so we finally find find uh, we find an electric charging thingy, um, and we it, it won't work. It just won't work. And we're like, okay, this is stupid. So we plugged it in. We pressed all the buttons, and there's not even like a card slider slot to pay for it. There's just nothing. So he calls the number on the electric charging thing, and they're like, oh yeah, it hasn't been used in so long. It needs to reboot. Hold on. And we we wait around for 20 minutes, and finally it reboots, and it starts to charge the car. And the car goes, charging, time remaining until fill until full three and a half hours and I, i'm like three and a half hours what are you talking about we drove for 40 minutes and it has to charge for three and a half hours and he is he's has this look on his face like he's laughing like crazy and also he made a huge mistake <laughs> yes. um and the we're just we're just sitting there laughing at the absurdity of the whole situation um and so we're like okay i guess let's just go get some food uh, and prepare to wait for a while and so we we go in and we get some food and we come back out and it's charged to like i think the actual we looked in the manual the manual said 10 percent battery per 40 minutes charging or something like that oh <laughs> um, no 
So we wait about an hour and we look at it and it's at, it's at about 40% or something like that. And we're like, can we get to the next town? And I'm like, we can try. And so we decide to forget waiting for 100% and we jump in the car and we start driving down the road to the next, the next town was about 30 miles. We get to that town and it's at about 10% battery again. And so we stop and we start charging it again. And this one had a whole different setup. We had to download an app and enter the credit card number into the app and put the <laughs> and put the code for the charger oh on the, the app and then it's it finally like activated and they charge you like two dollars an hour or something to charge. Um and so we're like <sighs> okay, I guess we're gonna wait another hour while this goes. And so we just sat in the truck and chatted and laughed at the whole absurdity absurdity of the situation. Um and then yeah, a, a, another hour later we finally had enough that we thought we could make it all the way home and so it, all in all, we we got and we got home with it, and uh, all in all, it took us like eight hours to do this trip, um, oh. and it was about nine, about a hundred miles one way, so it should have taken like three. <laughs> um, oh, and we, man. as a as a culture, are we sure we're done with fossil fuels? That's that's <laughs> what I was saying the whole time. I was like, "There's no wonder nobody wants an electric car." Like, I, I get it. it. This is an older model. The batteries are probably a little dead, and. Yeah. You know, if my car, the, the Teslas have like 150 to 200 miles, but it still takes yeah. so long to charge these blasted things. Like, we okay, we got home last night and it was at like 7% battery, right? And so he yeah. plugs it in as soon as we get home at like 6 o'clock at night. He texted me this morning at noon and said it had finished charging. Oh my <laughs> It took gosh. all night until noon the next day to charge. So do you think charge. it'll work for what he bought it for? I think so. I think it will. That was the only redeeming quality we had. And the car is actually pretty cool, too, itself. But yeah. um, I, I, I told him, you know, you're only going about 15 miles total uh, okay. there and back to work. And then um, just charge it every night, and you're good to go. Yeah, you'll you'll save money. But, like, you can't do anything with it. You can't. We can, no. The nearest town to us is about 30 miles one, well, 25 miles one way. Yeah. Um, you, you couldn't do that. You, you couldn't yeah. get home. You you maybe could yeah. get home, but if you use the heater, like there's no regular cars get their heat from the heat of the engine. It's it's oh. but you, so it has electric heaters. So if you use the heater, your battery literally just goes. Oh my! And gosh. so you couldn't. I had I had I couldn't use the heater last night at all. It was freezing cold in the car. It was oh just my gosh. the most ridiculous thing I've done in a long time. The whole situation was just wow. asinine. Um, Honestly, wow. I kind of envy you though. Like recently, I felt very um, cooped up after mm-hmm. this whole year. Like just to go on a stupid adventure <laughs> just kind of sounds nice. It was definitely. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't like. I'm not upset that I went on it, and I'm not upset that he bought the car. It was a fun, dumb adventure. I got to hang out with my dad. You know. Um, yeah. It was just hilarious how absurd it was. And I, even from the beginning, I was like, Dad, that's not a very long range. Are you sure you want something with a, such a low range? And then the fact that it was even lower because the batteries were a little degraded, mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Um, but he seems happy with wow. it. And, okay. Uh, and I mean, I think we uh, need people like your dad in the world to find these <laughs> niche situations to use electric cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm, I am like excited about the idea of that becoming more standard, but I really get why people shy away from it because it's just so... I don't know. The idea that your car needs to be hooked up to an app and rebooted and there's battery degradation and like that, you don't want to mess with that stuff when you're just trying to drive on the road. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it, 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 yeah. it changes the way you think when you're driving, too, because, you mm-hmm. know, in a, in a regular car, once in a while you glance down at your fuel gauge and you go, oh, okay, I got half a tank. Oh, okay, I got a third yeah. of a tank. And you only really start to look at your gas gauge if you're on the E. Um, in that electric car, I, I couldn't take my eyes off the stupid battery percentage ever. Mm-hmm. because Every it was... exit, it's like, is this the exit I need to take? Or is yeah, it, do yeah. I have one more exit in me? Because, yeah. And because it has a system where when you brake, it actually charges a little bit. It uses the inertia oh, from the yeah. car to charge. And so I was trying to brake as much as possible to charge the car again. Um, and I actually, at one point, we went down a really big hill, and I actually saw it go up, which was pretty cool. It went from like 78 to 79 or something. Um, huh. But it, it, but it was it was stressful because... I, I had to think about the battery the entire time. You know, in a, in a car, you never ever think about that until you're really low and you're like, I know how far this can go. I I don't need to think about the gas. But in the electric car, I was always like 78, 77, 76, 75. And I'm like, oh God, how much farther can we go? It was just such a weird sensation of driving that car. Um, yeah. And I, but I agree with you, Steven. We need people to be able to use these cars to figure out the, the kinks and, and mm-hmm. make them better in the future. And to be yeah. fair... The newest, newer Teslas have fast charging, similar to how phones do, so they can get up to, like, 80% in 20 minutes. That's still 20 minutes! Like, it takes four yeah, seconds yeah. to fill up a car with gas, you know? If you're wanting yeah. to, to, to plan a long road trip in an electric car, even with the 20 minute to 80%, you still have to stop every two hours and wait for 20 minutes. Like, like it doesn't yeah. sound appealing, but at the same time, it, it does get you thinking about what are we able to put up with? And what kinds of inconveniences will be will we be willing to put up with if it's really going to help things like money or the environment? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's an interesting test case. Like it, it, I kind of like the idea of saying I can drive this far without having to stop. Can I plan my life around that? It it is entirely something you have to plan your life around. It's a, it's like a lifestyle choice, honestly. And yeah. to and be mean, fair, it only cost yeah. us two dollars to go a hundred miles. So yeah. yeah, that's pretty cheap. You know. Yeah, and maybe it'll be a, like a use case thing where, you know, phasing it out, you have your electric car for one thing and you have your fossil fuel car for another thing. You could still cut down a ton but on how much two gas vehicles seems extreme. For some people. Well, I mean, a family could case. maybe do right. that, yeah. Right, But just right. for someone like Fair me, right. I'm not going to go buy two cars. <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I do yeah, have I mean, a hybrid, though, so at least I'm a, a little... Yeah, yeah. The hybrid makes there. so much more sense to me, honestly. Yeah. At least with... It's a good honestly, happy medium at the moment, yeah. Yeah, we're so limited by batteries. We had this discussion on Thanksgiving, funnily enough. Um, batteries are the limiting factor in... You wouldn't believe how many of our technologies, phones. Yeah, I've heard that because we haven't improved lithium ion for so long. Yeah, uh, there's no improvement to be made with lithium ion batteries at this point. We have basically maxed them out. This is Um, why we need nuclear power for our phones. You know, you joke, but nuclear power is pretty awesome. (laughs) Right, but yeah, and if we want a nuclear reactor and the thing we're putting next to our head, but. You know. uh, nah, use boron. <laughs> it'll shield us enough. Um, okay. No, but like a nuclear reactor car, that would be kind of interesting, right? Like you would yeah. never, ever, ever, like literally ever need to uh, fuel yeah. it ever. Period. Yeah. It would last for a hundred years. The yeah. the sales pitch you would have to give people to say here, yeah. drive around in this nuclear powered oh, yeah. car would be very like extreme. We're, we're we're just one mad scientist away from it working, and you know having the renewable energy source. It's what every Spider-Man plot is about. And one day we'll get to that point where we have renewable energy forever. 
we should I mean, call this yeah. ep- we should call this episode the positives and the negatives of batteries. Ooh. Well, we got to keep on talking about See, batteries. Then we'll know Stephen was on it. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's a Stephen title. Well, we're yep. either gonna call that or call it that, or it's gonna be oh the positives and negatives of batteries featuring SpongeBob and friends. Okay. Okay. Well. You can edit the episode. And- <laughs> <laughs> name it whatever you want. Yeah, well, that, yeah we should your... have that new rule. You're allowed to name the episode and put whatever you, you want edit. online. If yeah, you edit. that new rule, that's that's absolutely how it goes. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I haven't been around yeah. in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? You haven't been around in a while. Steven, how's your life been going? Good. You want Good to elaborate life. on that a little, a little bit? What's that? Would you like to elaborate on that? A oh, bit? sure. <laughs> it um, is a podcast. Yeah, we need some. some well, beats. let's see. I won't. I won't elaborate too much, like on a more meta scale, because I feel like we can save that for our year-end discussion. So instead, I will just say that my rhythm recently has been sort of um, divided between making like creative projects, like podcasts and YouTube videos and reading and listening to lots of history books and then uh taking like walks in the fall weather whoa whoa what's with this dead air i assumed cameron was going to say something i mean you're the host brian holy cow guys (laughs) was that my fault (laughs) i'm not the one who asked him the question you did that's because you were being a bad host so i had to i had to ask him okay steven you you said you don't, you want to save your 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 overview for a yeah. end of your podcast. I was just yeah. asking how your regular life is going on a day to day. So are you telling me all you do is listen to history or read history books and and do creative projects? Those are like my main things. Also, you know, eat food and play video games and stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, what 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 started the whole adventure into history stuff? Good question. I did a job for you, Brian. You you you'd think I'd know the answer too. <laughs> Um, was it just like a rabbit hole that you stumbled upon that? and you kept on going? Why was I? It definitely was. I'm just trying to think of what the origin of of it was. Um. Oh, I think I just finished my recent book in Audible, and so I was looking for uh, something else to listen to, and I realized they had the series on World <clears throat> on World War Two or a, a, a fiction series that took place during World War Two. Mm-hmm. And so I started listening to that, and it, I think it just got me thinking about it in general. That and the fact that the election um, has been so pervasive recently. Mm-hmm. I've just my and I've been watching West Wing. Okay, there we go. Now we're finding uh, the threads. So, so many, everything's so just been very historical. Be and what? Nothing. Nothing. Go ahead. What? What? Wait. Hold on. Let me bring Andy. We're, we're just. Okay. <laughs> what? We're back to our old uh one of the we have a few long standing feuds between Cameron and Steven, and this is one of them, which is that Steven refuses to watch interesting new shows and instead watches the same old shows over and over again. Just by over- Cameron oh, recommending other stuff. I see what you're saying. Yes. Okay, well I'll I will say this in a Cameron friendly uh manner. The Expanse was a bad show, so I had to switch back to a good show. There's other the shows you could watch. Ex- besides West Wing and Buffy, there's a lot of shows that exist in the universe that is not Expanse, the West Wing, and Buffy. Just saying, uh, Steven. I do have three more shows. Or Frasier. Avatar, Frasier. Um, and, and Angel. I think <laughs> those are the best shows. Uh. <laughs> 
I do have several shows oh, okay. that I'm going to watch, but first I have to make it through all seven seasons of The West Wing again. This is actually a a. I'm sorry to derail you, Stephen, but that's okay. A quick side question I'm curious about from from everyone here, all of our esteemed panelists, is how do you balance redoing media or going through a story again versus trying something new? Because I find that a very mm-hmm. interesting balance. I remember talking to my dad, and he's like. Why would you read the same book a second time? It's mm-hmm. like, I never mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And that that's interesting to me. That, like, that's one extreme case that there are some people who serially only go to new things. So, like, I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that, camera? How do you tend to balance that for yourself? Uh, I would say there's two trains of thought um, with that situation. Uh, for stuff that is kind of almost like throwaway content, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of YouTube videos I watch just law because order. something to watch. No, 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 no not Law and Order. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I guess Law & Order. I'm just saying as throwaway, like, you know, just weekly crime shows, that uh, kind of stuff. That's just uh, one and done. It's, it's hard to describe the difference because I would consider mm. Law & Order, if I watched Law & Order, I used to watch it with yeah. my ex-girlfriend. She watched, she liked it a lot. Okay. But those are the ones that I wouldn't rewatch. The stuff I would okay. the stuff I would rewatch oh, are okay. stuff like um, something that I – like, okay, like StarCraft matches. Like, let's say, oh, I, let's say okay. I binged a bunch of StarCraft um, – and then I didn't watch StarCraft for two years, and then I then I wanted to watch some StarCraft. Rewatching some of those games would not bother me because I don't remember them very well. Okay, um, I thought you were going the opposite when you said throwaway. I assumed you meant disposable, like I would do that thing one time. Yeah, that makes sense. What, what you okay? That. So but I yeah. heard the opposite. Okay. Yeah, no, with those kind of with throwaway stuff like that, I don't remember them very well, and so mm-hmm. I might rewatch the same StarCraft game and remember very very vague points of what would happen but totally. i don't remember it well enough to care so i'll, re- I'll rewatch it sometimes but All like right. when it comes to tv shows i typically remember those pretty well and so there's very very few circumstances that i've ever rewatched a tv show reread a book now i've never reread a book ever in my entire life mm. and i never would um there's no point Replay that's a such a waste of time um games are a little special just because of the interactivity and how they can be so different each time you know yeah. um but like the only TV shows I've ever rewatched that I can imagine are I've I rewatched Game of Thrones uh, just to catch up because it had been a decade since I watched the first couple episodes, you know, mm. um, and they're so good that I didn't mind. But only once I've only watched it once and uh, a couple of sitcoms that, you know, fall into the same realm of I kind of forget how this went. So it's OK if I rewatch it, but I've mm-hmm. never rewatched shows I actively like Um that often like so, maybe firefly to an extent just because it was yeah. so short but i've never rewatched the expanse uh, and i love that show to death and i was thinking about it but then i was like and the reason mm. i don't do that is because it's such a waste of time it's such a waste of time um mm. i think that it, if you know what's gonna happen coming up next i mean like there's there's something to be said for like you enjoyed it so much you want to experience it again that's one thing mm-hmm. but just to mm-hmm. rewatch West Wing for the seventeenth time in a row that well, has literally zero I th- appeal to I, me. I think it's interesting to me because that speaks to me of why you go to media because like you're saying that knowing what's coming ruins it but I assume you don't think that about music that's an interesting distinction actually yeah um mm-hmm. I think for I, I guess if I was to put a reason behind that it would be because I typically engage with music more than i engage with tv shows i when mm-hmm. i'm listening to music mm-hmm. that i like and i repeat over and over again i'm usually i'm usually singing it or i'm listening to the lyrics right. intently or i'm or because i know it so well and it's much more engaging to me than a tv show that i've yeah. seen before and right. i i would i just that's that that to me is boring it's like a it's like yeah. 45 minutes of a sh- show of a plot that i've already i already know that sounds yeah. horrible but three minutes of a yeah, song totally. that i like wow, you can yeah. sing 
is much more interesting to me. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think also, it, it's part something... of a question of how. Oh, go ahead, Stephen. I was just gonna say there's also something to be said for the concept of rhythm. Like mm-hmm. it's music, meant yeah. to be cyclical and like it's almost more like a sport or like eating food or something where the very act of it is enjoyable and built for repetition mm-hmm. yeah yeah i kind of get right. i get that yeah right. i mean sitting down and watching a 45 minute tv show you have to be invested in the story to be interested in it because that's or, it te- mm-hmm. yeah like i get where you're I, i'm gonna let you uh talk in just a second brian um sure. but uh i cameron said something interesting um because like me <laughs> next time you say something interesting i'll stop talking over you. um Something you know, I think I forgot what I was going to say, so you can talk. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> all right, well, don't worry. I have my I have my point here still, which is I feel like it goes to how important novelty is as a reason what is doing something. So, like Cameron, what I hear from you is like novelty is a massive reason that you're watching a TV show to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, while Stephen, I'm assuming from you that you're not going. That's not the reason you're watching a TV show primarily. Uh, yeah, I think that's correct. Um, so what is? Th- well, there are there are a few things um, that I'm curious to get your thoughts on, actually, Cameron. Because mm-hmm. Brian, I know you have very similar media consumption uh, to me. Yeah, um, and so we line up with a lot of things. I I probably don't repeat TV shows specifically as much, but I also just don't no. watch as much TV. Yeah, yeah, but like books and video games, like we we yeah re- redo fairly often. Um, yeah, totally. But so like the extreme version of this is like the Lord of the Rings, which I've right. read many, many, many times. Um, so a few reasons yeah. that I'll I'll do that, and as I tick these off, Karen, I'm curious to see if you've experienced this stuff in your uh, media habits in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing being layers. Like the mm-hmm. first time I read The Lord of the Rings, I got through it and enjoyed like the characters and what happened, but I missed like 80% of the details. Mm-hmm. So every time I go back to it, I understand the world a little bit better and i'm connecting dots so i'm very engaged i'm like oh i didn't realize that this character was actually talking about this thing um because it's just so dense Uh does that ever happen to you um i'm pretty okay at picking up on things retrospectively um -hmm. not saying that i could do that for everything but like i mean you do have a better memory than me I, I I guess um I do after I finish a piece of media or whatever I do think about it a lot after the fact and and um and typically try to connect dots afterwards you know but yeah. there is mm-hmm. there is something to be said about stuff that I really like like for for Game of Thrones like when I rewatched Game of Thrones um which again I I very rarely do this but when I but Game of Thrones was an exception when I rewatched it there was particular moments that I was able to connect different dots and see different sides of things that I missed the first time. And likely I would experience that with a lot of things if I rewatched mm-hmm. them, but none of them are interesting enough to me to do that, I suppose is the, yeah. is the answer. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I or I pick up on enough to satisfy me by the end of it the first time through regardless, and then I don't feel the need yeah. to go back yeah. through it again. It, would, it, it does have to be something that I think is worthwhile yeah. for me to go back to. I'm not just going to rewatch any old show that I've seen. In fact, most shows I won't even finish because I don't find <laughs> enough value from them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another reason I might go through um, uh, a book or a movie again is because um, I like 
visiting that space. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the Lord of the Rings, for example, um, I could, whether it's the movie or the book, I could just go to the Shire and bask in the, the music or the, um, just the conversations and the walks that they have through the woods. I love like the feeling of being there so much, just like I would go on the same trail right outside of my house over and over again, because I, I find it relaxing or enjoyable to be there. What mm-hmm. is, is that something you've experienced before? So that's interesting because for me, if you say, or when you say, you know, I, I like to be in the world or the space of Lord of the Rings, my mm-hmm. brain can recall all of that really clearly. See, there's the memory well. coming into yeah. play. And so you say Lord of the Rings and I go, da, 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 and I can see everything in my brain and I can, I can be part of the experience to the point where it satisfies me enough to not have wow. to rewatch the show. That's really interesting. Um, uh, you're a mind traveler. Uh, <laughs> well, I just have a weird connection with music, um, and the the musical connection works with video so, as well. Like, but if you were to sit down and watch the Lord of the Rings from Fellowship of the Ring up to Return of the King, mm-hmm. and Frodo's about to throw the ring into the pit, spoilers, and then he doesn't. <laughs> oh no! And then. Stop everything you know unfolds from there and i don't know about you but i get incredibly emotional every time i watch that oh i re i rewatched the end of return of the king like two weeks ago and i cried <laughs> okay so you so you do at least revisit little spots of something but yeah that's that, that's actually finally to mention because what i did was i suddenly had an urge to rewatch the battle of helm's deep mm. um and i rewatched the final half of return of the king i didn't watch anything else because i because i blah 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 i knew all that um uh, but okay. but the the final tw- you know 30 minutes of two towers and then the final mm. hour of return of the king i guess i just wanted i think you're right i think i think i wanted to feel that emotion again and and that particular see those particular scenes are more powerful when you watch them r- rather than just think about them um so i guess that's very a very specific adva- uh example where i mm-hmm. where i did rewatch something but i didn't rewatch it in full i just rewatched the particular parts that Need right, because that's, that's what everything was building towards. And so yeah. you could just dip in remembering everything else. That makes sense. Like, I can just listen to... Um, oh, shoot, what's the song called that ends uh, Return of the King uh, during the credits? Um, oh, I, I can't remember. Into the West or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, I can just listen to that and get emotional because mm-hmm. I, I know where it comes from. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely, for me, like... Uh, just the act of going on the journey again makes me feel more present, but that, totally. that's how my brain works. Uh, my last thing that I'll bring up is the West Wing. I was so giddy about watching again because it's been years since I've seen it. Uh, and I feel like I've grown and changed to an extent. Um, so the story actually comes off a little differently. I know a lot more about politics and uh, I have much more well-developed I'm not saying well-developed, but more developed uh, perspectives on it. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm my own writing has gotten a lot better. And so I'm I'm watching these episodes, and I'm like, I now see what they're doing. Like this is it. I'm seeing their creative use of like exposition, but tricking you into thinking it's conversation and stuff like that. That I didn't mm-hmm. even. I think that is one of the potential dangers of relying on memory is when memory becomes our reality, it doesn't necessarily remembering something correctly. So by going back to it, sometimes Mm. it can be like, oh, I remember that being a bad scene, but now seeing it later with different perspective, it's changing Mm -hmm. my memory of it now that I can pick up on different details. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you have, to, you have if, to trust in your memory a lot to be able to, yeah. to do that. And, and the, are, are your memories evolving with you? Like, right. Well, I can you... say for certain that mine are not. Um, I, I can <laughs> say for certain that my memories are very cemented once I have them. That that's what they are. Now, that mm-hmm. could be incredible bias coming through. I, I could be super, super yeah. wrong. But I don't think I am. I think I, I think my memory yeah. is very. Well, I mean, your 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 memory of music definitely speaks to the fact that it doesn't because you get the right, right key for a song. Yeah. Um, yeah. And totally. so, you know, I just remembered another example is that I, I recently tried to rewatch House. I love House. Um, mm-hmm. and a friend was watching it and I was like, I want to try to rewatch house. And so I started a season one and I was like, Nope, not going to do this. Uh, and so I just ended up skipping. I watched like the first episode of each season and then like a couple of mm-hmm. the best episodes in between each season, but I could not. And I didn't, and I didn't gain anything extra from it. I didn't, I didn't see mm-hmm. something new that I had missed. I didn't, I didn't experience something that I, that, that was, you know, buried. I just enjoyed the, the, the story again in very small chunks and then I was done with it again in like a week because I just mm-hmm. skipped all around. Mm-hmm. So, and that's because my, my brain knew what was happening already. He, he, he remembered, mm-hmm. you know, this about House and this about Cuddy and this about Wilson, et cetera, et cetera. And I was yeah. like, yeah, this is almost a waste of my time. I like the characters enough that I'm going to continue to watch sporadic episodes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I could never have ever made it through straight through mm-hmm. watching all of them again because I would just be too bored. Yeah. Yeah, I also wonder, like, um, I wonder if that would differ for you based on the depth of the thing you're interacting with, because something like House would be very different from, like, um, you know, a classic piece of literature or something in Uh terms of depth and thematic uh, uh, resonance going on, that sort of thing. It's a good question. Um, I know I struggled in high school with digging in depth um, in literature, and Mm -hmm. I remember one of my college professors... I, this stuck with me. This stuck with me a lot because it kind of it hurt, but it made sense. He said, mm. "Your your essay is like looking at the point from a cliff, from the top of a cliff." Yeah, and I, I mean, like, that, you, you... that sounds like how you're describing it right now. When looking at your memories, it sounds it sounds a little bit similar. But but I don't. It's it's weird because it doesn't feel like that to me. You know, it, right? It, it, it and it feels like maybe I I understand or I can remember and understand the the top layer of content super well. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's just the deeper layers, but the deeper layers don't interest me as much or something, you know? Yeah. It's hard to yeah, describe totally. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you strike me as someone who has, inc- you can, you can pick up, what would you say? I don't want to say surface level cause that sounds too shallow. Um, but you can pick up the, the gist of something. You can pick up the, the details and the, the perspective of something incredibly quickly, but you don't have the desire to sit around and mull around one thing for a really long time which is how you yeah. and steven strike me as having a pretty yeah. different like you I kind you of feel a little have... in between mm-hmm. oh wait you're in between i would say somewhat in between and that steven unlike you i'll often listen to something on two times speed i definitely oh, pick sure. up facts a lot quicker than you <laughs> um i i i pull in probably a lot more quantity than you at least yeah. when it comes to non-fiction maybe a little bit less in terms of fiction and you're much more uh what would you say uh, the, the the feeling of something matters to you more. You notice little details more than I do. Um, but I am a, a more similar mm-hmm. to you in that I do repeat stuff a lot, um, and I like to kind of dig in. Well, deeper, it's but... true. I I move at a very slow pace a lot of the time, and I like to just sort of uh, even my writing style has evolved in this way, where it's very much about how it um how it feels to be in a place over time. Like I had to soak in things for a long time to really understand mm-hmm. them and my memory retention isn't actually that great so it really helps me to revisit things over and over again 
Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And Cameron, this is why it takes us so long to play through games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I-, I learned that about you guys and accepted it a long, long time ago. <laughs> and, and it makes sense, yeah. and I get it. And you probably get, to, to, to generalize, you, pro- you guys both probably get more out of a single given piece of media than I do. Mm-hmm. But I just consume more media absolutely than you guys mm-hmm. do, and get more yeah. out of it that way. Like my my yeah. my my how do I describe it? My knowledge bank is vast, but not deep. I guess not super yeah. deep. But yours is smaller, but very much deeper. And going back to the repeated thing, I'm going to add that as another reason that I repeat. Is as time has gone on, I realize that my I realize my tastes are more and more specific. Um, and I also realized, mm-hmm. like, when I can find something, especially in video games, with that kind of depth that I feel a um, that going back to it over and over again reveals new layers to it. I am so or if I find it in a book or something, I'm so gratified by that. I really like to to keep going back to that, because if I go to just some random whatever the newest thing is, the very high chances I will find less to appreciate there than by going back to the thing that 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 has that mm-hmm. depth for me. So basically but, you're building a yeah. collection and you have the desire to revisit that collection of really awesome stuff rather Mm -hmm. than just keep sifting through new stuff that you don't like. But it's a balance because that can stagnate at some point. And then you have nothing new to be adding to it. And you're watching Lord of the Rings for the 50th time and reading uh, some uh, Lord of the Rings for the 50th time. And, you know, just like, okay, I I need to add some new. So to me, it's always this balance of like appreciating and trying to go deep, but also trying to broaden. And so it's kind of, the flipping back and forth between those impulses that's that's kind of interesting to me i i feel that most with music because you know i what? like to discover that's, mm-hmm. that's funny i was about to say with music i'm almost the exact opposite of what of what we're talking about is that i mm-hmm. stick to very i stick to i listen to the same music for like i've listened to the same music for like 20 years at this point yes and i very rarely add new music um mm-hmm. and i couldn't particularly tell you why the difference is yeah there, you know um that's really interesting because yeah you kind of are more extreme where when it comes to like well it uh, tv shows you're never going to repeat and with music you're only going to repeat while with me i kind of do both with mm-hmm. both um it but sounds yeah, like you are delving deeply into the music sounds like you're getting a ton out of every song in your collection uh, yeah i guess that would that would that would make sense i just wonder why you know i wonder why i can listen to <laughs> I can, I've listened yeah. to I've listened to the self-titled Avenged Sevenfold album probably a thousand times, and I still love it. <laughs> I love it to death. And I, matter of fact, I just yeah. was singing it randomly the other day, like two days ago. I was singing it randomly. Yeah. Um, but and I, and I never I never get tired of it. And I, I probably add like one album a year to my my collection of music oh, I man. listen to. That's, That's crazy. It. Um, yet I can't I cannot rewatch a TV show or a book, unless it's mm-hmm. very, very special. I'm not sure why that it, is. It, it's interesting to me because Steven actually probably goes through music faster than I do. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm adding adds... new music like every couple of weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's actually really interesting that the, man, that music switch swaps everything. I kind of stay in the middle, but you two guys switch places, which is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> that that media Wait, type would I mean, change everything. I should know this. You revisit games, though, at least sometimes. Me? Yeah, uh, you know, Rarely. I, 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 at the beginning of this conversation, I said I did because games were more interactive. But now that I was, I've been thinking about it, and my favorite game of all time is Breath of the Wild, and then Mario, and then ha- Super Mario World, and then Half Life Two, and then Resident Evil Four. I haven't played any of those games in three years, two years. I last mm-hmm. time I played Breath of the Wild was 
about two years ago. Haven't played Half-Life 2 in probably five years. Uh, I played a little bit of Super Mario World with a friend, but I didn't play it all the way through. And then uh, I haven't played Resident Evil 4 in probably five years as well. So the only games I replay are like a multiplayer game, like Heroes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a or, competitive, ever changing game. Yeah. Or if I, or Destiny, like, you know, constantly being updated. But I, now that I think about it, I can't really think of a game, a single player game that has a definitive ending that I've gone back to and beaten the whole game after having already completed it. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't remember in recent memory a time where I've done that. So maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Maybe I don't revisit games as much as I thought I did. Yeah. I don't think you do, at least from what I hear you telling me about what you're playing. Mm-hmm. It seems very, very rare that you're going back and playing old stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, yes. yeah. I'm yeah. currently playing through Sonic no. Adventure 2 Battle again. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you could have I picked mean... a good game too, Stephen. Like, I mean, Sonic Adventure <laughs> Battle. Oh, I have Please, thoughts on that game. Two. If anyone would like to email me, I will talk to you about it. I've already heard them all, so I'm good. Um, <laughs> I have new ones. <laughs> oh, well, now I'm intrigued, but we can talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that would be an interesting topic. It just it, it popped out to me when you guys were talking. I'm like, oh, this is an interesting difference. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out in my brain what is different about music for me. Yeah. Um, Music is such a comfort to me, um, mm-hmm. and due to the way I memorize things, the songs that I know, the songs that are added to my my list of albums I like, I know by heart every instrument, every lyric, every every you know everything, and so it might just be something that is so personal to me that mm-hmm. I identify with them much stronger because they're 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 almost bite sized pieces. You know, each song individually mm-hmm. is something completely yeah. different. And and when I think about them, maybe I'm like testing myself, like because because I cause I, mm. I memorize them really well. But maybe if I'm mm. playing the song, I'm testing myself to be able to repeat all. Of, like this time, I'll sing the, only the drum beats while we're listening to the song this time, or only yeah. the backup vocals does, this time. Does it feel like because it sounds like you're getting such a massive amount of information from a piece of music because you're paying attention to every element? Does it feel like it's overwhelming to listen to new music? Like, like, oh, shoot, if I add that to my library, that just sounds like too much work compared to going to an old piece. You know, I was about to say no, but maybe. Um, because I, I don't particularly dislike, it's not, it's not like I dislike new music. I, I hear mm-hmm. a song on the radio and I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty good song. But yeah. I, don't, I listen to it at such a surface, a, such a surface level when I first listen to a song. That mm-hmm. I, because I, I guess maybe because I have to tune out a little bit to, to not just yeah. try to take in all of the to lose yourself of the in the details. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I the process of when I finally when I finally find an album I want to add to my library is I play it a thousand times over and over and over on repeat, just constantly. Mm-hmm. I, everywhere I go, I'll play I'll play that album over and over the whole album. And yep. um, so it might be it might be the fact that I'm that unless something really grabs me and it's super 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 good, I can't yeah. dedicate myself to memorizing it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that is a way I've noticed. Music specifically can can switch it that way. I remember Abigail would just listen to one song over and over and mm-hmm. over and over yeah. and over and over and over again, and that's not. I tend to listen to music in albums. Um, but even then I, I am more repetitive than I would be in other things where like one album will be the album I listen to while driving for a very mm-hmm, long time. And mm-hmm. I would listen to that album a lot. Um, 
Yeah, so me, that is interesting to me. I can literally put a song that I like on repeat for an entire day and not be tired yeah. of that song. I love it. I love doing that, yeah. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that I know people can do that, but for me it just starts to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um it just gets very loopy. But I was just thinking about the <laughs> the way that I interact with music and I definitely go back to albums a lot, but I just realized, oh, wait a second. I am very, I guess, attuned to the time of day and the weather and the time of year. And so I'll be like, this is the soundtrack that you're supposed to play Mm -hmm. when it is nighttime and you're driving a long distance. You basically Mm -hmm. use music to score your life like a video game. (laughs) You basically. I guess you're right. Which makes sense because you got into music because of video games. That's interesting. Uh I like that a lot, actually. I I Animal Crossing eyes myself. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. It's really cool. and notice that about Steven. He will like, okay, it's nighttime. We're now listening to Synthwave. Okay, it's daytime. We're now listening to this. Like, you <laughs> awesome. don't play the wrong kind of music at the wrong time of day with Steven because he doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, Brian will start playing yeah. something like, oh, we're going to drive home at night. And he starts playing yeah, an album. Yeah. I'm like, Brian, yeah. <laughs> that's an afternoon album. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Look so at the colors it. on the album art. It's very no. bright. <laughs> What's no, wrong what with actually, you? No, what actually happens is you just quietly say, Okay, what are we going to listen to next? And I'm like, we're not even done with the album yet, and I'm like, oh, he's he's finding something synthwave. Okay. So, Stephen, uh, <laughs> I would I would I would um try try something try something, find a song you really like, mm-hmm. um, it's a song that you really like, not just a that's a really good song, like a song that you actively yeah. like and think about, um, and and don't do anything else, just focus on the song, listen. To, Listen to the song on repeat for maybe like 20 minutes and each time listen for only a specific part of a song. So this time I'm yeah. only going to listen to percussion. Mm. This time I'm only listen to background vocals. This yeah. time I'm only listen to the synth, et cetera, et cetera. And see yeah. what you get out of it. I'm curious. Yeah. I, so I, 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 I did mm-hmm. like just one step of that. There was, it's a Switchfoot album I listened to constantly if mm. it is sunny outside during the day <laughs> and, <Yes. laughs> and that is the, not constant the baseline <laughs> um sometimes but sometimes we have those like two week stretches yeah where yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. perfect sunny weather every day yeah um and yeah. i was so i was listening to it every day and the the baseline caught my ear and i'm like i've never heard that baseline before i'm like this is amazing and it was I got a lot more out of the song and that was just mm-hmm. doing it like accidentally once. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to try that. Yeah. It's yeah. such a fun way to listen to music. Honestly, you, 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 you pick up so many nuances um, that you know that the artists meant to do, but they might be buried behind right. lots of yeah. things that you, that, that when combined mm-hmm. with other instruments, you're like, that sounds really good. But then when you think about it, it's like, Oh, the drummer did a really weird hi-hat thing right there. He doesn't do that at all on the rest of the song. Why did he do that? And then yeah. you can start to piece together, oh, well, this part, particular part of the song, I get mm-hmm. it. The emotion was trying to drive a point home faster, and so the drummer was like, instead of the regular beat, you know? And you're like, I'm getting so much out of this song. It's ridiculous. I think also with the experience Cameron and I have in learning music and playing songs we know both on instruments and vocal probably changes a little bit how we listen to music as well mm-hmm. and i know steven you've made your own music but you haven't really very often um, i haven't like dissected like existing yeah. yeah like bands mm-hmm. and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, yeah and i've never been naturally perceptive of that but for whatever reason yeah. like brian would say i love the drums in this song and i'd be like there are drums in this song <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, because I definitely did that. I, I learned a little bit of drums. I learned guitar, learned vocals. And Poets of the Fall was really the band that I've listened to so many times that I, I definitely not nearly to the extent of Cameron. I don't have the musical memory he does. But I, I will just listen to an album over and over again and like learn just the music of the album through and through. Not because mm -hmm. it's the mood of something I'm in the mood for, but just because it, the event I'm doing right now is learning about this music by listening yeah. to it rather yeah. than seeing mm -hmm. it as background. Yeah, score it's almost like I'm I listen doing. to everything as ambient music. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It is background not music. Background for you. music. It's not like right. I'm not listening and enjoying right. it and picking up on things, but the the situation yeah. trumps the content. But that's well, why I put like it in video terms games. of video game music. Like, video right. game music can be extremely active, but it is still background music in the sense that mm -hmm. it is scoring action. That's really interesting, um, yeah. Yeah, well, I think Cameron and I more often give music an active role, which I think is one reason we probably seek it out less often because it's uh, it, there's, there's a lot of content to sort through there, and it takes time and energy in probably a way that it doesn't mm -hmm. for, for you. That, that's one theory I have, at least. Well, it feels like for TV shows, that's how Cameron's treating it is more as like, I'm just enjoying seeing what happens while you and I are a little more like, uh, right. Like if I'm not yeah. actively using my brain to pay attention to the writing and, and the like, and every camera detail. shots and all that stuff, then I'm probably not going to watch anything. Well, I, yeah. I mean, the thing is I do that except just the first time ever. And that's it. I get enough, yeah. I get enough out of mm -hmm. it the first time. Mm -hmm. And that's good enough for me. I, I never need to revisit it again. Yeah, but I, I still yeah. don't know why it's different for music. <laughs> right. Um, that is weird. More personal? I don't know. I don't know. It's very Isn't weird. Isn't it interesting how we, at like, at the end of the day, do not understand ourselves at all? Well, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, yes. and we're just, we're just doing what we can articulate here. But one thing I do want to go back to, Cameron, is you said, when I listen to a song for the first time, it's so surface level. But you don't think that's true when you watch something. Yes, that's correct. Um, I wonder if that's because it's actually not true. Or you just think it's not true. That's what I'm curious about. W think what's not true specifically? That that whether you are... Hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to word it now. So you're saying um, that Cameron thinks he's getting all the information in a TV show the first time through, but he actually right. isn't? Possibly. I wonder... Because like for me, one thing is... I know I'm so much less attuned to like cinematography. Like I don't know very much about cinematography. So like mm -hmm. there's probably a ton of, there's probably a ton of subtle stuff going on in terms of how people are shooting things mm -hmm. that I'm just not even noticing. But in music, I'm noticing way more. I wonder one possibility is that you're so attuned to so many layers of music that you are aware of your own ignorance and you, or rather you're aware of how much data there is to take in there. Maybe when watching a TV show, you're just not even, you're not even aware of all the stuff you're not noticing. If that makes sense. Uh, Maybe I I so I do have actually a, a control test here. I just started watching a new show. Um, this past weekend actually, I started watching a show called The Man mm -hmm. in the High Castle. And oh yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and it's a very it's a very it's almost it's a drama. It's it's not so much an action mm -hmm. show or anything. It's a drama. So there's lots of things to uncover. And if you if you ask me right now how what i'm getting out of the show or how how in depth you think i'm getting i would say i would personally say I, i've gotten a lot out of the show so far I I, mm -hmm. I I see lots of the layers underneath already um when when new things were revealed i was able to remember oh that that happened in episode one and i can remember how that ties together and i and i get it and and you're right that it's probably fairly surface level stuff anyways but but my brain doesn't care like it mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. when i think about back at the the episodes i've watched so far 
I'm not going, oh, did I miss something interesting or right. like that? My brain is going, no, you, you get it. Well, you get you get it well, really I well. Guess I'm not saying that it's not satisfying the first way. Like a lot of people probably listen to music and think, oh, yeah, I love that song. But they didn't even notice the bass line, for example. Right. Um, I wonder if it's more of that kind of effect where it's not that you're going through it saying, I feel like I'm missing stuff. But maybe it's sometimes you're going through it and just not even noticing what you're missing. So so in, in essence, you think that I should try to watch a TV show in the same way I watch a uh uh, uh, listen to a song that could be interesting the same challenge you gave to steven could be in- mm-hmm. interesting now finding the right tv show is important there are probably a lot of shallow tv shows that would not you hold probably up shouldn't watch well. family guy 1000 times <laughs> <laughs> but i, bet I don't know there are i TV might shows. get another I mean, jump cut that i didn't get the first time <laughs> <laughs> there are probably our tv shows out there that 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 might hold up to that level of scrutiny i don't it's know it's just a question of i'm it's such a long it's such a commitment yes. it's such a long commitment. Yeah. that's my problem with tv shows like compared to movies to me it's much easier to watch a movie over and over again you know i do rewatch movies show. more than i thought i did now i think about it i mean i've mm. I've, I've watched uh like ultron like three times or something okay mm. i haven't even watched it that much i think it was just I, I I just and maybe yeah, I, I don't you know the funny thing is I actually like okay I rewatched Endgame recently and I skipped a lot of mm. points in Endgame I skipped like I skipped most of the scenes with Hawkeye sorry Hawkeye I skipped mm. most of the scenes with yeah. <laughs> with um with Black Widow um yep. I skipped some and then of the, the very long scene with Hawkeye and Black Widow <laughs> yes I literally was like and next <laughs> a next chapter please that's so stupid yeah um, yeah. But I but I enjoyed the parts that I didn't skip. I skipped basically the whole like first thirty minutes of it, honestly. Um, and and I I don't know why. <laughs> I I have no idea what the distinction is there. Um, and why I enjoy specific parts. Well, that, this is and also not others. this is also reminding me of the conversation we had specifically about the Avengers movies, how uh how let down you were with the second part of uh in mm-hmm. in what's it called Endgame. Endgame, but mm-hmm. what's the whole thing called? Infinity War. Well, the first movie is called Infinity War. The second movie is called yeah. Endgame. Oh, yep. okay. But there's yep. no name. Is there like not a name for the last two nope. movies? Nope. Nope. Oh. There was for a while. We thought it was going to be part one, part two, if I remember correctly. Okay. But they, okay. They came up. Well, with the the point is, you were let down by the second part because you loved all the action in the first one, mm-hmm. um, and we were bored by it, and we liked the second part. <laughs> um, so I'm sure there's something there as well. Just the things that you naturally respond to. To demand and deserve more of your time. Yeah, I guess it comes down to the fact that I, I value time a lot, and mm-hmm. and if a show is not, if a show or a movie is not <laughs> engaging me in a very specific way, even if it's something I've seen or not, I get mad at it or something, and it's like yeah. you're wasting my time. This is stupid. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I you feel want that. something to respect your time. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, I've lost the thread of this conversation. Um, Speaking of respecting time, it's time to end this pod. No! <laughs> no! We should what? go for another two hours. <laughs> it has been a really good conversation. This has been really fun. You see, the trick to the podcast was just make it infrequent enough that we actually look forward to it instead of feeling like we just have to do it. Yeah, we've had amazing... What is Steven doing? I don't what? know. No, nothing. He's like doing SpongeBob. Is there, is there a rabbit in your, in your house? No, it's just SpongeBob and his friends. He won't leave. There's not but, a rabbit uh, in your house, is what you're saying. There is a rabbit in our house. <laughs> there is, actually. <laughs> Dang it, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> but we renamed our rabbit SpongeBob, and it's Wait, great. Do, do, do listeners of this pod and cast even know that we have a rabbit? That's a great question. I we can't tell rabbit. anymore. I just assume they know every detail about my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a yeah. very cute rabbit. 
Our rabbit yeah, is very. Cute. I can't wait until you can visit Cameron and, and meet our rabbit. I know. Me too. Yeah. We yeah, could just gonna, we could fun. just say for screw it and I'll fly out there for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? We're not anywhere you know close what? to a vaccine anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get tested. I'll, we can get COVID tests. I'll, I'll right off the plane. I'll get tested, and then I can the <laughs> and then we'll quarantine you for two weeks. You can stay here for a day, and then. <laughs> <I know. laughs> soon. Soon. No, hopefully. not soon. It's gonna be next oh. summer. That's pretty soon. That's, that feels soon. It does if, not. If, if it's by then, oh, it feels soon to me. This but. year has was the simultaneously yeah. the slowest and the fastest stupid year of all time. Feels Very like it lasted a thousand years and a second. Yes. yes, pretty much, pretty much. And it's just like watching the West Wing all over again. Yeah. <laughs> you have seen to go through that very quickly, given how many seasons it is. Um, yeah, I'm about ready to move on though. You're, the good place. What's is next? Oh, didn't you already see that? No, it's not the seasons. most recent season. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep, I am currently watching The Crown, and I'm watching The Man in the High Castle. This is that, that the one does... with uh, Nathan Fillion. No, is it no. on Amazon? Or Which is the it? one with Nathan Fillion? He's Firefly. in a show called The Rookie. Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe, but I I don't know. Um, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's a Netflix show. Oh, it's Netflix. I thought it was. Oh, Amazon. sorry. I'm sorry. Amazon. I don't have Netflix. Okay, it's on Amazon. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Maybe I'll. Do you think I would like it? I don't know. Um, okay, good, good answer. Do you like Castle? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I don't have a good sense of like what the vibe of the show is, what the vision it's, of the genre is. It's very dark. Um, mm-hmm. It's very oppressive because it's... Do you, you guys mm-hmm. know the story of the show at all? It Was it based on a science fiction novel? Yeah, Philip K. Dick, yep. Yeah, um, yeah. And is it based on, like, an alternate history where the Nazis won? Or am I thinking of the wrong No, thing? that's it. Um, okay. The Nazis win, and the Nazis, the the, the Third Reich, takes over. Um, hey, Steven, it goes right with your World War II history stuff. Yeah, I oh, was actually boy. thinking that immediately when you said that. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. It, it, the, the, the Nazis take over the um, eastern part of the country, and the, the Japanese take over the western side of the country. And it's um, but the 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 weird the weird science fiction aspect of this is that these tapes are appearing, uh, these film reels are appearing around the around the United States, depicting events that didn't take place, like like the the like D Day, the the victory at D Day, mm. or, or or the uh, okay. blowing up the Berlin capital, the Nazi symbol at the Berlin capital, and everyone's like, is there a timeline that we? win yeah and and that's not a spoiler that's like the first 20 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. um it's and it's very interesting wow. because it's showing things that didn't happen but that could have happened and i'm like is there time travel is there alternate realities in this show i have no okay. idea it seems pretty grounded but it doesn't seem like it might yeah. not be i don't know it's very it's very cool sounds kind of really interesting cool. yeah. yeah it's pretty dark it's pretty dark and, and sad yeah. but it's not like gruesomely horrible like right. you know what it does it it it, it makes you because there's a lot of like the, the, it tells the story in the background of a lot of all the characters it's not just the resistance it's like here's mm-hmm. the the story of how the japanese government is dealing with this here's the story of how mm. the german the german government's dealing with this and you weirdly get sympathy sympathetic for all of the characters including the Good. nazis including the japanese Sounds really interesting yeah, yeah. I, you might give it a try i i, I will say yeah. that there's because you follow four characters four main characters for most of the show mm. and one of them is pretty boring um <laughs> juliana she's boring i just think she's a boring character um yeah. but the rest of it it's very interesting and and i you know you might give it a try who knows you yeah, might like it that sounds really neat i don't have that much of the crown left so cool i may check that out next um 
shoot, I was going to go on to something before the end, and now it's completely slipped my brain what it was, so we're just going straight to the end here. Thank you, Cameron, for joining uh, us today. You're welcome. It was a very lovely chat with all you guys. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, yes, thank you for hosting this pod. Okay. Thank you, SpongeBob. No oh, problem, Barrett. Happy, da, happy to... da, no, no. no. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hold on. Okay. No. No problem. Thank oh, you, Squidward. No. I hated the whole thing. Thank you, Krusty Krab. I loved the whole thing, because now I have a new business scheme idea for the, the Krusty Shack. The Krusty Krab is the name of the restaurant. The Krusty right? Krab. What's the what's the guy's name? Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. His full name is Eugene Krabs. Okay, Eugene Krabs, thank you, but I already did that. And thank you, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I think that's, I nailed what that's That's insensitive, guys. Steven. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a nice month. Bye. Could have sworn Cameron said hi. No, I, yeah, <laughs> hi. And here we go. Next episode. How's everybody go? How's everybody doing? It's episode 13.